It is October 17th, 1992. Vince it up. What the hell happened? I have no idea. Vince took some shrooms and all of a sudden the world's upside down. It's Saturday morning. Superstar. And this is Saturday Morning Superstars. Maybe their timelines all sorts of screwed up on this oh episode. Oh my god! We are uh, in the future, in the past, maybe in the present. I don't know. Yeah, apparently Monday Night Raw started because last Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> we get a cold open from like a week ago. Yes, from Saskatoon, that, Canada. Yeah, there's a lot of drinking game stuff in here. I said that. I was like, this was the perfect episode to do a drinking game. Every time they said the word Saskatoon. Perfect says the word Saskatoon. There's yeah, the drinking game. That would be that would be one person. And the other person would have to go every time Vince says Bret Hart's World Wrestling Federation champion. <laughs> yes. So like if I had to drink every time Vince said that and then you had to drink every time Perfect said the other thing, we'd, we'd be, be dead. dead. We'd be dead. <laughs> we'd be dead. <laughs> but yes, a cold open out of nowhere, it's Bret Hart's champ. Just all of a sudden. We both knew it was coming because we've been talking about it for weeks. I thought there would at least be some kind of hint. Like maybe, oh, Bret's going to be facing Flair this week on primetime or something like that. We didn't even get that. It's just like all of a sudden, boom. I thought Warrior would disappear before we'd see this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he's still there yeah, but he, he must is. have been flaking out so much that like never mind cancel the shango cancel the warrior run yeah because flair's reign as far as we saw mm-hmm. if we were little kids watching this <laughs> on saturdays was him coming out with the belt for the interview at hershey that's it that's it hershey saw the entire reign of Rick flair <laughs> chalk this up for another hostage on hershey because <laughs> those guys saw like months they, they're still there to this day they're still in that arena they saw the entire rick flair championship reign that's unbelievable yes to kind of give us a little bit of context here i did just a bit of digging on this to sort of put us in a frame of mind of how this all went down okay so for the show's purposes the show that we are watching today that is in winnipeg the winnipeg show was recorded on September 21st, I think it was. Okay. In Winnipeg Arena in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Bret Hart wins the title in Saskatoon on the 12th of October. So we're in a show that happened two, two, three weeks before. Like all the matches that we were going to watch happened three weeks before. Oh, I didn't even understand. Wow. Yeah. Holy Brett time actually- warp exactly they're showing us the past which is actually the future yes holy shit 
Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Bring our flux capacitor for this one. You need one because Gene is interviewing Hart and it says last Monday night, mm-hmm. which is actually after. This- yes what we're watching <laughs> well, the rest of the show that we're going to watch was actually three weeks ago oh my god yeah, yeah. they tried to throw this together and the tv tapings were were not we're not aligned, aligned. That, the stars did not align holy cow did they have to veer off of their plan yes so holy pivot that's where we are gene calls out new champion bret hart comes out to a huge pop because of course we're in Saskatoon. We're in Canada, so hometown boy, or as close to hometown as you can get. I I don't know my Canadian geography. You don't know where we are in relationship <laughs> to Saskatoon, Calgary. Calgary. Yeah, I know they're all up there, and it's cold. <laughs> yeah, why are you there? <laughs> exactly. And uh, brings him out to the podium in front of the live crowd. Lots of high fives. Everybody's cheering. And Bret Hart cuts a pretty decent promo. I thought yeah. a pretty truthful promo at that. Yeah, because he can't f-ing believe it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, I'm champ. Yeah, I'm champ. I want to thank everybody. I'm even going to thank Ric Flair. For, for all we know, they never had the match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't really know. Hey, Flair, you got the title? Uh, yeah, it's in my back. All right, give it to Bret. <laughs> and we're done and here <laughs> comes the new champ Bret Hart yeah, Yay. Yeah. Uh, where did I lose it different arena Yeah, we'll tell them there's a Saskatchewan no one knows who the f*** that is yeah. <laughs> Saskatoon Saskatoon you made that word up we're going to say that as many times as possible on this podcast and it's going to become like a, another drinking game within the drinking game <laughs> yeah. Drinking game Inception. We're three levels yes, we're three <laughs> levels deep, like Inception. The drinking game within the drinking game. Brett can't stop looking at the belt. He's like, I can't believe this. Like, yeah, I'm gonna thank everybody. But he goes through how he's like, you know, I've had some losses, I've had some wins. I want to thank every single wrestler that I ever faced. It starts out grim. He's like, ever since I was a little boy. In the dungeon, training wrestling's my life. My father beat the living shit out of me on a daily <laughs> basis. Which, is, which isn't a lie. <laughs> which isn't a lie. No. Thanks, Flair. He does thank Flair, which I think he's, you know, he's just off the cuff right here. There was no script involved. This was thrown together, and, and they're like, all right, go out there and do a promo because we got to put this on superstars this week immediately. Brett doesn't know where to stand. Like, if you see as he's coming up to the podium, he's like, all right, hey, champ, we've never done this. Here's your mark. Gene points to the mark where he needs to stand so he'd be in frame. That's how much of a pro Gene is. Gene's a shit. Thanks, Flair. Thanks to fans. Thanks his friends. Thanks to family who's been with him since the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, time out. (laughs) Half the family, like, we like baby boy. Brett's an asshole. Now, first champ, he's like, fuck you guys. No Thanksgiving, no Boxing Day. <laughs> You're out. You're out of the will. I'm yeah. champ now, my- <laughs> <laughs> Like, wow, Brett, Brett's turned pretty quick. <laughs> Meanwhile, my initial thought during this whole thing is like, all right, Brett's the champ. Mm-hmm. Bulldog and him just had a killer match at SummerSlam, which Bulldog won. Right. Why isn't Bulldog getting there saying, hey, I'm first in line, my- give me that title shot i remember thinking that as a child i'm like wait a minute brett's champ but bill dog beat him so bulldog's better than brett right yeah so bulldog's the champ (laughs) they didn't give him enough time between matches to like forget that 
Bulldog should just come out with the belt. He's like, Jesus Christ, you couldn't give me the moment. Like I was champ. You were fighting the voodoo guy. I had the yeah. spotlight for like 35 seconds while you fought Papa Shango. It's and all now, about me. Now it's all about bread again. Yeah. And like God Bruce Hart's like, I told you he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it all along. Oh no, not again. Uh, yeah. We had such a nice Christmas dinner plan. It's finishes off the promo by thanking god yes thank god he thanks and thank god <laughs> there's nothing like winning the anyway. title in canada brett yeah <laughs> hold that um, thought for a couple years <laughs> it's coming it's coming it's soon coming. it's coming soon to a screw job near you yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. we're back to present day in the yes. studio i guess yes which is actually the past <laughs> Yes, All right. was, now the present day is three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, except in the studio, because that's post-taped. Yes, that is post-taped. So that's in the present. Um, the, the green screen is present. Yeah, we, we got Vince and Perfect. Vince is happy. Perfect's mad. We got Perfect mad. is fuming. He starts a promo. Like, he starts getting into it and rolling a promo and gets so rip shit, he starts, like, beating up Vince. He starts yeah. grabbing his suit. <laughs> he, he knocked the... Knocked the uh, earphones off of them <laughs> yeah and this is the day that they were teasing the idea that he could be wearing a hairpiece oh yeah <laughs> if they knocked the hairpiece off of him and it really was a hairpiece that would have been amazing absolutely amazing perfect is saying the whole time that like as flair's advisor like he was telling flair not to take the match flair was sick as a dog apparently in saskatoon mm -hmm. yeah so that's so, that's the excuse they're going with well today we have bulldog Yep, we get Money Bulldog, mm -hmm. the still undefeated Tatanka, yes, and uh, the big boss man, big boss man, who was out of shape, came back in shape, and now he's starting to become the big bosom man again. He's on the road. He, he he's, can't he's less contain spry himself. in this one. Yeah, there's a couple things I noted about that as we as we get there. Here we are. Brett has the title. We're in Canada. And Shawn Michaels comes out. <laughs> There's so much foreshadowing here. Yeah. If only they knew. That's right. Yeah. Shawn Michaels coming out in all his gear with Sherry in a very conservative dress for Sherry. Yeah. They're I like, thought. look, we, we had some we had some letters. <laughs> Sherry, you can't have cutouts where things are supposed to be covered. Like everything yeah. that was supposed to be covered is cut out of your outfit. Go, this is yeah, a Saturday morning show, Sherry. <laughs> yeah, she's children like a, are watching this. She's in funeral garb in this thing. She's like, yeah, she she went high class. All covered one. up. Yes, definitely. Who the hell is this, Steve Gals? This guy's okay. the worst. So we went. Well, we we've got Steve Gillespie. Oh, there it is. Steve Gillespie, who only has five TV matches, was a Canadian wrestler. He was in a tag team that was called the Serial Killers. Get and he was Dr. Hannibal. He was uh, Dr. Uh, Hannibal? Yeah, so he was Dr. Hannibal. The only reason I learned all this is because when I Googled him, uh, he apparently just died last year. Oh, no. Attack. Yeah. There's well, like Science of the Lambs 1991. I just looked it up. And this yeah. is 1992. 1992. So I, can, I can see it. Well, Dr. Hannibal wrestles like he is tied down into that gurney and doesn't move. <laughs> he doesn't move. I mean, it's no, one thing to be a red tight and not get a lot of offense in. This guy just stands there, yeah. hands down by his sides, and lets yeah. Shawn Michaels just pick him up and do stuff with him. He's a literal broomstick. Yeah. When they say Shawn Michaels can wrestle with a broomstick, 
I now believe it because this, this guy doesn't. This move. is the guy. This is this the guy. Is... He's dressed like a circus clown. I said he he's dressed like a. This looks like a prototype outfit for Hulk, and Hulk was like, "I ain't with that, brother." Yeah, no, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's got the stars. It's got the red. It's got the yellow, and it's just awful. <laughs> he's like, "That's all we'll take. I'll just get red and yellow on my gear, and I'm Hulk Hogan. I'll be just as big." <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't no. move. I've never seen no. a red tight this bad. Yeah, and Sean's working his ass off in there, like moving. He has around. to. The dude's a mannequin. He yeah. really. I've never seen someone just put his arms down, put his head down, and just be like, "All right, whatever you're gonna do, just I don't yeah. flip, whatever." He gives he him does, this he, flying elbow off the rope that looks like he's like killed him. Yeah, that's gonna get the fatality clip right there. Yeah. <laughs> fatality. There is a thing where he gets like two shots of offense just so Sean can actually do one of his moves. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's the worst. He's really bad. Sean's got new gear, I guess, coming off of SummerSlam. And yeah. it takes Sherry like eight and a half months to undress him. <laughs> she's out there like with every zipper and she's yeah. trying to do the pants and the jacket won't come off. It, I it, wasn't sure if she was just doing like the slow reveal. No, I just think it was a pain but, in the ass. Or it was just a pain in the butt to get off. <laughs> Damn it's it. like Velcro. Come on, Velcro. Got <laughs> this in a second. So, why are there all of these buttons? Vince is doing a lot of comparing of Sean's wrestling style to Brett and Rick, actually. Yes. Trying to set him up, I guess, to, to go to that next level. Yeah, because he calls Sean a technical wrestler, and he's like, but the greatest technical wrestler is Bret Hart. Mm -hmm. They've always been like the yin and the yang of each other. Yeah. Side suplex, still a finisher. Sweet chin music into the side suplex. Yeah, that'll stop soon. I'm watching these matches to see when he flips that and see at yeah. what point he goes, you know what? The super kick's much better. I think that sweet chin music name, if I'm not mistaken, came out of the match he had with Double J Jeff Jarrett when he's doing the yeah. music gimmick. This might be the worst Shawn Michaels match I've ever seen. The red tights not even reacting to the punches. Yeah. I mean, oh it is God. hard to have a bad Shawn Michaels match, but it's really just a bad Steve Gillespie match. Yeah, it's it, well, I I just feel like Shawn had to work extra hard to make this one look good. He had to give the guy a pulse. Yeah. Perfect is still doing his griping about the the whole Rick situation and, and Vince kind of hits he's like, Will you stop griping about it? And I was just like thinking it was like it happened less than a week ago. Like he, he yeah. to give the man some space. Well, now I know <laughs> why they were doing it. so much talking around the matches, not about the matches, because they, they there's a major pivot here in champion. Yeah. And they got all these tapings that are almost useless now as far as storytelling goes. Oh, yeah. I really want to know what they do with Shango the next time we see him. Yeah, we'll see because we, yeah, we don't see him at all yeah. on this episode. Brett's like, yeah, fuck the curse. <laughs> Champ. It's done. Tonka Warrior's in. He runs in at a million miles an hour. He always does. Comes in running, and he is going to face Brian Jewell. Yeah, Jewell in the hizzy. Yes, well, we saw him last week. I want to say he was in a tag team match with somebody. He has nine matches to his name and also went by the title of Joe Lightfoot. We got some capital A red tights coming up, but this oh, guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's so bad. Oh, <laughs> I have the I have the whole line. No, it's 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 clear that Vince and Perfect just do not like Brian Jewell. 
Yeah, okay. don't like this guy. And the whole section says, because I wrote it down, I was like, man, I've never heard them come down on a red tight that hard. Especially after the last guy who's who is inert. Yeah. He goes, how dumb can Brian Jewell be? I mean, he runs into Tatanka three times with a tackle. If you don't get the guy knocked down on the first tackle, why come back for a second one? No psychology whatsoever. I was like, yeah. ouch. Yeah, that's, Damn. That's, yeah, that's a wrestling term. It was yeah. like... Uh, I think they they were pissed. It was like, where do we get this guy from? Always be closing. A, B, C. A, always B, B, C, closing. We get an Icapro, and Vince is blaming some quack doctor for inventing this shit. He calls some (laughs) guy out by name. He's like, thanks to Dr. So-and-so for inventing the wonderful thing that is Icapro. That's what that was. I was like, Dr. Quack? Yeah, he's like, dang. I was like, what are you talking about? I must have been writing down what Perfect was saying about Brian Jewell when that happened. Yeah, like, he's like, he's talking about Dr. Quack. He's trying to give it some kind of like MD credibility. Like, Icapro is like some kind of researched, serious supplement created mm-hmm. by people who are smart. Yeah. And he invents an inventor for Icapro. Dr. Quack just sounds like a reputable doctor. I, I forget his name and i certainly didn't write it down and i wasn't going to rewind for it but yeah no. some bad quack doctor oh yeah amazing physician created icapro yeah jewel takes two head first turnbuckle whips before a clothesline and i thought that was a pretty cool move nice he's good selling he did a decent job i was happy with him he did a uh, good sell of the big chop off the top rope because that really doesn't look like it would hurt that much but if you're a good red tight you can make that look like it hurts i think uh, tatanka is being a little less choppy than usual Mm -hmm. like it was all chops now he's doing it basically a setup for like the final yabba dabba do yeah but i remember when like remember when we first started watching the thing is like every move was chop based Oh, yeah. It was was all chops, chops to the crowd, chops on the wrestler, the whole bit. Yeah. Tons of Um, chops, tons of chops. I think saving it to the end made like the final big chop more Mm -hmm. special because he kept it away until his uh, like his his version of the five moves of doom. Yeah. Still the back body drop kind of slam is his finisher. Mm -hmm. I don't think that ever changes. I don't don't remember another move from Tatanka. Maybe when he turns heel, he becomes a heel in the end, which that would never find today. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was trying to think, and I I feel like we talked about this before, but in today's day and age, if there was a Tatanka-type character, like he obviously could not be this Indian out. Right. Like I, I think they could still play the Indian gimmick to some extent but he couldn't be doing the chops like he could just like he could you know it would be his, his heritage. heritage it would, it would be, his, be heritage. his heritage yeah yeah it would be uh like mustafa ali yeah exactly i can see that now hopefully you didn't read ahead in my notes but i saw the foam tomahawks and i was trying to figure out don't look i was trying to figure out uh how much a foam tomahawk would cost you if you tried to Ooh, buy one on ebay a foam tomahawk with yeah. the tatanka written on it yeah, it's the one that I saw, it's the exact same ones we saw in the show I found on eBay. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to say I would buy that for 30 bucks. You would have to pay a, 125 Ooh, I'm not paying 125 for that. Tatanka's mother is not paying 125 <laughs> for that. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's pricey. Yeah, we're out. 
Mm -hmm. from the pages of WWF magazine with Brett on the cover. Mm -hmm. That's hard to do. That is. That's coincidence because those things went to print months ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Brett's on the cover and we have an update. Once again, we're in Bizarro World. It's Lord (laughs) Alfred Hayes, Dom. Yeah, this is the multiverse. What the hell? (laughs) Where's Gene? He's he's back in Saskatoon. (laughs) He's in Saskatoon interviewing Bret Hart what's happening lord alfred hayes is doing the update yeah and you know i'm so formulaic at this point with the formula of uh, the hell they're doing stuff it's almost like uh law and order i had written mean gene yeah in anticipation Before. in my notes and then lord alfred hayes, lord and alfred hayes. well i also noticed that they had two matches to begin this so they had the the cold open with brett's thing Right. And they had two matches before they get to update, where it's usually one match mm. update. It's so all messed up. Right into it. Yeah. This is cool though, because it's brought to you by our blow-off show. Yes, it's our blow-off show. Rampage '92. We knew it. It was yeah, coming. 1992 summer tour on video on Rampage '92, which you can find on Peacock. Well, maybe uh, you can find it on Peacock. We we watched that when it was still on the WWF network. I have not checked to see if they have loaded Rampage '92. Rampage '92 is up there. So and yeah, the update is Brett being champion. This is the point that where I question it because it was like, is is we're gone? Is is he gone at this point? But apparently he was not because they did a macho and warrior as the ultimate maniacs preparing for Survivor Series. Yeah. This is- they do a promo to congratulate Bret Hart and also against Razor and Flair. Yes, because that's still the opponents that they're thinking about. They're mm-hmm. all hulked up in red and yellow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Warriors wearing bricks. <laughs> I feel like I've seen those before. He's done bricks before. I don't know why he's doing anything like that. Like, why isn't he back in the in the trunks? Because this thing, he's enormous and he's muscular. Why is he mm-hmm. covering all that up? Yeah. He's, What's in his ear? Uh, an earring? Is it? It looks like a leaf. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, does he have something in his hair? But something no, it's an earring. There. But it's, yeah. it's goofy looking. Yeah. He's got sunglasses on just like Savage because those are apparently the glasses that Savage gave him. Mm-hmm. Savages say ultimate, his say maniacs. Yeah, and he's still like freaking out while he has them on. He's like seeing visions. Oh, he is. While he's in well, there. we've got our final episode of this, I'm afraid. You, you think this, this is probably the last, last I feel like this is the last warrior. Did you hear Macho quote LL Cool J? Oh, yes, he did. (laughs) Don't call it a comeback. So we get. I can't can't wait for this. This uh, Dom translates. Oh, this one's good. This is a good one. He is so coked up. This this one's off the charts. Are you ready for. Uh, Are you going to do the part where he goes Western? Uh, If it's in there, I, I did the whole thing. He changes his voice to like he's an old Western style. <laughs> I don't know if he's trying to do a savage or if he's trying to do an Undertaker, but all of a sudden, like, when did he turn into a Western cowboy from Tombstone? <laughs> all right, uh, all right, cue it up. Dom translates the warrior. We've been riding the fine line between lunacy and being a maniac. Okay, so the fine line is the coke lines he's been doing before this promo. I mean, it's, that's for sure. But it's a kid show. It's on Saturday morning, yeah. and he's trying to, uh, trying to just you know use some some undercover terms. Yeah. You do you do two lines. You're a lunatic. You do three lines. You're a maniac. He's a maniac. Yeah, you're over that line. 
He's shaking his head. His nose is red. <laughs> That's true. Good to cover it up. <laughs> cover it up over there. Yeah. It is hard to describe, and it might just not be a definition. <laughs> but as I look through these shades of maniacism, yes, I know one thing for sure, nature boy Ric Flair. You better not be drowning yourself in pity. Oh, I need to take a break after that. Yeah, I mean, yeah sure. I mean, maniacism. Oh, it gets to you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can major in that in some universities. None are are accredited. Yeah, I was going to say, I want my doctor in maniacism. Maniacism. I'm a maniacism. How would you you say that if you're a maniacism practitioner? Uh, I think that's, you just said it right there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll go over Yes, I practice maniacism. Yeah. Uh, And you, Razor Ramon. You better slice open your heart and see what kind of soul you really have. For between the macho man, Randy Savage, and the ultimate warrior, there's a bond that can't be broken forever and ever. Yeah, and they start holding hands. It's real cute. You know, it's funny because... uh, (laughs) I, I went back and put the closed captioning on just to make sure I got it right. And some of that was so intelligible that even the closed caption said, I give up. <laughs> it literally, because some of that I was like, no, he didn't say, I was like heart to describe in the closed. I was like, no, it's hard to describe. <laughs> closed caption gave up on the ultimate war. Just question mark, question mark, question mark. Is yeah. Like exactly i just said even more coke totally yeah. lots of it must be legal in canada that's what i said legal in canada because <laughs> i think flair may have had more we get razor yeah. flair and perfect in their own promo yeah flair playing a very good gangrel during this whole thing <laughs> he's like i don't care i lost the title i'm the shit no I'm matter the shit. I'm the I'm shit. Totally the shit. I'm the shit. <laughs> that shit was the bomb. That shit was the bomb. I'm the shit. Look at the shitty grin he has during this whole thing. He's just like, I don't care. I don't need a title. I'm out hey, of here. Beyond the pod, you know, we are just a couple days off of 2021 SummerSlam with a brood entrance from Edge. Oh, yay. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, yes. That was awesome. I was like, bring Gangrel back. He should have come out as his manager. Yeah. Just walked like, on the shit. <laughs> I want to say thank you for being a fan and saying I'm the shit every time I came up with my white puppy shirt and my sunglasses on, rocking that music through the flames. Gangrel, we'll friend of the show. <laughs> yes. Gangrel is a friend of the show. We'll call that. Right, we'll send this. So we got uh, yeah, Razor and Flair doing their promo. Uh, Flair, as I said, doesn't seem to care. Uh, Brent, all you've done is fuel the fire and razor and him will climb the big ladder in the sky where are you going <laughs> look the spaceship's coming <laughs> at nine o'clock we drink the kool-aid yep yep and and we uh head off the planet zoltar oh yes all right i've been there <laughs> <laughs> come back fan yeah i came back I stay away from the I light did, i didn't dig real estate there yeah. <laughs> Razor, on the other hand, is very subdued in his, and he just says, we're going to bottle up all our frustration, and we're going to bring it to Survivor Series. 
And then we're gonna open that can of whoop ass <laughs> on you. Like he's bottling his frustration and he's oozing machismo. Ew, Guys, ew. yeah, he's like on tap. He's <laughs> got that booty juice going. That booty juice. Nobody knows what to do. Flair's like, I don't know who to cut the promo on. Yeah. Am yeah. I after Brett to get my title back? Am I fighting Macho Man at Survivor Series? I don't know what to say. We're just climbing ladders and shit. This is probably why he left. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I'm not dealing with this shit. Perfect's behind him going, <laughs> am I turning on him? Am I supposed yep. to be pro-macho now? What am I doing back here? There's a point in here in this promo where Rick says Bret Hart is getting Rick's stroke. Or maybe that's Mooney. I think Mooney says it. Mooney says that. Something yeah. at that, like Bret Hart is getting Rick's stroke. Yeah. Well, I, Rick I looks like he's going to have a stroke. <laughs> I don't know what they were going for there. Yeah. I. It's I just meandering because no one knows what's the next step. Flair, yeah. Flair doesn't know who he's supposed to be cutting on because mm. now he's got two opponents. He wants the title back because he's Flair. And he's got this uh, major pay-per-view match booked against two totally separate opponents. Uh, Warrior was going for the title now he's not so he's not cutting anything against warrior he's done with uh macho so he's yeah. stuck in limbo perfect doesn't know what ends up because he's gonna have to turn on flair and replace warrior soon and brett doesn't have an opponent because are you gonna put papa shango in the main event against bret hart for the title uh, not at survivor series that is not yeah. a survivor series match yeah where is brett in survivor series what uh i guess i remember i think he he might fight Shawn michaels That'd be crazy. That might be a thing. Let's see. Hold, please. Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. You were right. How about it? Yeah, so there's going to be a lot of uh, mixing. We're we're shuffling the deck, Tom. Yeah, we are. At this point, we are shuffling the deck. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Survivor Series. What can go wrong? Yeah. (laughs) This is the earlier Survivor Series, but not in Canada just yet. Big Bosom Man and his merch <laughs> versus oh, yes. red, red Tight Royalty. Here he comes, everybody. Bow to the awesomeness of Horowitz. Yeah. Now, Barry's pretty good, but as I'm watching this thing, I'm thinking, if you had to list the top 10 gimmick characters ever, mm-hmm. Boss Man's high on that list, isn't he? I would say so. Like, he had all that merch and the toy and like, kids. Yeah. he was so old. He had the full-on gimmick. He was yep. super over, and he always looked like he was forty-five years old. Yeah, he never he never aged. <laughs> he was just always that that age. Yeah, he looked old when he went in. He looked young when he left. Yes, he's, he did. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Horowitz is wearing the pink and green today. He is, and he looks great. He's dodging Boss Man, making him look like a fool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did the the ultimate heel move of running out of the ring and then running back in to try and get boss man off his game but that didn't work because he takes a huge boot to the face now that whole sequence is like you know barry's like next level red tight because mm-hmm. he's dodging boss man and boss man can't seem to catch him and mm-hmm. barry's like pointing to his head look i'm outsmarting you and that's when the boss man goes rip shit yeah and barry yeah. goes to run out of the ring yeah and I thought he was going to do that thing where he gets to jump on him, but he doesn't. He goes over to the ropes and bounces off the ropes to go get the boss man. And as that's happening, boss man claps twice and huh. he lets him pass him the first time. And the second time he gets the boot. 
So I'm wondering if I know nothing about wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if two claps means bounce the ropes twice before I hit you. Oh wow! Did I just figure it out? (laughs) Did I learn? You cracked the code, man. Did I learn hobo code for wrestling? Yeah, learned a little hobo code there. I like it. Yeah, that's true. That I mean, that very well could be. It could be. I need to, you know, find somebody who knows something. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't us. (laughs) No. We're just consumers, man. We're just. After it up. after he hits his, hits him with the boot, Bossman does a huge heel move and does the his own pat on the back like he's making fun of Hurwitz. He is. I said that he's very healy. He does he does so many heel moves that you know how the Vince has been uh, talking about how the rules are being more enforced and Tunney's mm-hmm. on everybody's ass about enforcing the rules and Slaughter came out last week and he, yeah, he's the yeah. enforcer of the enforcement. Yes, sure. Uh, three levels deep in enforcement and Vince. He's talking about if boss man doesn't start responding to the ref and letting go of the moves, Tony's going to come after the boss man. Sure he is. Here's your good guy who's cheating so much that the owner of the company is saying, wow, boss man better watch out with some of the things he's doing. We shall see. When boss man eventually wins, he handcuffs Barry and gets out the nightstick and threatens him. He does. Well, no we, Miranda, well, none. <laughs> no Miranda being read. I, I said, uh, you know, as a... As a heel boss man, he handcuffs him and he actually does beat him. But as a babyface, he just handcuffs him. So it's okay. <laughs> You're coming in week one. There's no announcing. You're our wives. We had mm-hmm. to buy two tickets. We weren't going alone. And we've dragged our wives to the thing. They haven't seen a thing. Sure. Take away crowd reaction when they go nuts for the boss man and start cheering them. Yeah. If you just watch this match, who would you think was the good guy? I'd go with Horowitz. I would go with Horowitz too. Boss man Horowitz. just bullies the shit out of him and then handcuffs him and threatens him with a nightstick at the end of it. And I'm, I'm thinking in terms of like my wife, like Horowitz is wearing pink and green. Those yeah, are very nice colors. <laughs> he is. I'm on team nails at this point. Yeah. I, I think he was right. I buy his yeah. story. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Nails, 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 nails. 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 <laughs> Vinny absolutely sucks as a wrestler. Yes, that's unfortunate. Again, they could have put uh, Barry Horowitz in the orange jumpsuit and you would have had a good wrestler as nails. Easy. We get a picture, picture boss man, and he is glad that Slaughter is enforcing the rules along with him. Though <laughs> He's the deputy. Yeah, he's the deputy. They're, they're both all about law and order. Yeah, Constable Bossman over here. <laughs> Bossman walked to the ring, but runs yeah. out of it to watch yes. his own replay. To watch his replay. I was like, because I made note that he walked. I was like, oh, he's not running to the ring anymore. Something would be wrong. But then he he goes right out so he can get to the Titan Tron. <laughs> yeah, he gets to try 1.0 to he, see himself. He stops like on a dime, too. <laughs> he's, he's like, like wow, well, hold on. He's like, that's me. That's me. Look at me. I'm on the screen. Stop. Stop. <laughs> he just stops. Like, I'm going to watch myself. Boom. Barry Horowitz ass. That's my finisher. It looked good tonight. Look at that. Yeah. He points to the screen. He's like, look at that. That was pretty good. Yeah. That's all about yeah. me. But he's once again the big boss man. Everything that he's doing to keep himself in shape is long gone. Now he's back on the road. We're on the green screen. We get back to Vince and Perfect. Yeah. And more, much more praising of Brett by Vince. Just praising him to no end. Yeah, this is the point where in the notes it said drinking game, Vince. <laughs> Bret Hart is WWF champion. Now, this is the part where uh, Perfect knocks off uh, Vince's headphones, too. 
Yeah, he's getting pissed off. And just for our drinking fans out there, Saskatoon. Saskatoon. <laughs> We're in the event center brought to us by Ica Pro with mm-hmm. bad haircut Sean Mooney. Someone flow beat him. Yeah, it, it's a little weird there. It's the, either too long and they tried to make it look shorter than it actually is, or he's just, you know, hasn't given up on it. a 10-year-old that. boy. They did. The no part 10-year-old 80s haircut in 92. Yeah. We get a Nasty Boys promo. And this is the same promo kind of that we saw last week, I believe, or two weeks ago it was, where they have nasty size every tag team in the business. And Jimmy has made us number one contenders. So they are pushing this to no end. I'm wondering when the bubble is going to break on this. Here's, Here's a fun game at home. Okay. Watch sags when knobs talks. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> it's just awesome. You're just look at nothing but sags as Nob's talking. Yeah, that's uh, actually kind of fun. It's it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a podcast. I both can't do it justice. Are. Just do it at home. It's awesome. Both, both of them are. You know, you just put this on mute and just watch each of them when they're not talking. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just the faces they're making. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, 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 it's gold. <laughs> them not talking is far better yeah. than what we're going to see when we get high energy actually talking but with the volume on you are drawn to the person that's talking with the volume off if you just look at everybody on that screen there is so much hilarity right there it's great it's, it's absolutely awesome. great even better kamala up oh, next. kamala's up uh, <laughs> uh, i wish i i could have been kamala Oh yeah, I can just the whole gimmick. It's so easy. You don't have to be a great wrestler. No, you don't have to say a damn thing. No, <laughs> just let everybody do it for you. It's great. Just I don't listen to. Weird. I never listen to Whippleman. I have no idea what he ever says mm-hmm. because I'm just watching Kim Chi with his hands up trying to calm him <laughs> down so he can take off the helmet and then Kamala hide behind the shield and then peekaboo outside the shield. <laughs> And then be totally mesmerized and do nothing but spike the camera the rest of the interview, just looking at it, like wondering what the hell it is. It begs the question, what if if Kamala actually like went off the deep end, what (laughs) what could Kim Chi actually do in that situation? He's such a tiny man compared to Kamala. But like we talked about last week, why isn't Kim Chi the scariest thing he's ever seen? Oh, my God. Yeah, that mask is terrifying. It is like there could be a hard. It's like late, early nineties, late eighties. There could have been Kim Chi the movie, and yes. he could have been very Michael Myers. Easy. Whippleman is saying that he's so happy because their <laughs> master plan is working. That he basically tells us what the master plan is, and I'm thinking if it's working, don't tell us the master plan. <laughs> He's a like full bomb villain a, at this point. Yes, he is. You're, Let you're me tell not... you, Undertaker, how I plan to defeat you <laughs> now that uh, there's no if escape. It's, if it's working so well, wait until after SummerSlam happens, and then you can tell us, see, this, my yeah. plan worked. Yeah. He wins the match. Whippleman comes into the next event center. Yeah. Plan works. <laughs> plan worked. Yeah. Then I would actually believe that you have a doctorate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will never believe that. <laughs> Those things are hard to get. No way you got that. Rule Britannia hits and the Bulldog with his IC belt. So Uh, Bulldog the lesser. 
Bulldog Melissa. <laughs> yes, and he is up against Jim Peterson, who Vince keeps calling big, strong Jim Peterson. He is. He's taller, um, and he's uh, he's got some pipes. He's got six TV matches to his name. Really? Uh, yeah, not too much. I thought uh, he'd have a career. It uh, looks like he's have... wearing his outfit backwards. He might have had a, a career, but as far as television appearances, only six. Time out. Is he is he wearing the outfit backwards? Mm. He might be. He might actually have it on backwards. It, it looks like it. Someone ribbed him. Yeah, no, dude, you got to reverse. Looks... Oh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I I didn't want to look like an idiot when I was out there. Thank you so much. <laughs> and Owen is just back there going. That's that's all Owen right there. Like, no, dude, you've got it on backwards. Yeah, I really thought he'd have more matches, but we are brought to you by Brett's Bulldogs. Like, what do I got to do to get this guy off my back? We got Brett's WWF magazine in the picture of picture. Of course. With an yeah. article with Mr. Perfect. Yeah, Mr. Perfect has a story in that magazine, so good for Perfect. So, mystery solved. A couple of weeks ago, the last time we saw Bulldog, he was wearing these very embarrassing paw print ass tights. Yes. And we we're wondering if we would ever see them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do not. <laughs> we don't. They're gone. They're gone. Thank they must, God. Could you imagine the locker room after that match <laughs> where they just like put him in the ball kicking machine for so long? Like, I'll never wear these again. And it just sets fire to them and inside the, the locker room. Look at that time. Look, look at your paw print ass. Oh, you got oh. paw printies on your ass. You're all assholes. Is that, is that Matilda's? <laughs> My wife made these, you d- Yeah, they're gone. They're gone. Never to be seen again. But with Bulldog against a big guy, I don't know if we've ever seen that on on this show. We usually see him against stick figures that he can hold up in midair for an eternity, which he does not do to this guy. He's like, no. Jim Peterson is much taller than him, significantly taller than him, and a big dude. I don't think he could do it. I don't think he could do it just because, maybe because of his height, but also because of his weight. This dude's a big guy. Yeah. So we lose that move. It's not there. No, we don't get the we don't get the full press or the the standing suplex on this one. Maybe they were going through the match, and he's like, "Okay, Davy Boy, thank you so much. Like this is like one of my my few matches I've ever had. Can you help me through the spots?" He's like, "Yeah, well, at one point, I'll go and I'll suplex you up, but I'll hold you there for an eternity." And the guy's like, well, <laughs> "Wouldn't I just wiggle around?" <laughs> I was like, "Shit, you figured it out finally." Uh, <laughs> That won't work. No, no. (laughs) Maybe I should stop doing that move because it's stupid. (laughs) No one would stay there. No one would stay there. We get a big series of forearms, and this is your bit, but touch of Grey's Anatomy in there. Did I miss a pre-med Vince? You missed a little bit of pre-med Vince on this one. We got a series of forearms to the back area and the chest area. Oh, well, good. I was hoping to use that drop, and now I can. (laughs) It's in there. Because I usually miss them, and you bring them up. I'm just like, oh, yeah. So I I caught that one that time. So I didn't hear it. Oh, nice. It's in there. Yeah. What's his name? Big Jim Peterson actually gets a little bit of offense in towards the end of the match. I, I actually like the finish of this match because Bulldog quickly turns it around and throws him into the power slam. One of the cooler Bulldog moves that he would pull out every once in a while, which really made it special, Bulldog would do a crucifix every once in a yeah, while. Yeah. Where, where that, he's humongous, but and he, but he's small enough that he can get up and do a crucifix on a guy and, and take him down to pin him. Even better was when they would let the pin actually happen. A lot of times they would kick out of that thing. Sure. But 
when he'd roll him up in a crucifix, it was awesome. But the running power slam, I thought, was always brutal with, for him because it looked like everything the Bulldog did looked like it would hurt because oh, yeah. it was all power moves from a really stocky dude. Yeah, big power move. We get out of that and we head straight for Champions of Yesteryear. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. It's 1942, <laughs> and we visit Bob Backlund and his family. We have an oboe sound-alike version of Annie's Tomorrow going on that, behind yeah. this thing. It was not Tomorrow, but it was very similar to Tomorrow. I did notice that as well. On we're, oboe, the coolest of all instruments. Oh, yeah. We're seeing a lot of photos from Bob's past in a photo album showing his family. I like how Vince says pictures of his wife and daughter from some years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing about this promo makes this guy cool at no. all. I do, really don't know where they're going with this because he's, I mean, maybe in 92, this was like, oh, he's, he's great. He's awesome. But this would be like, you suck, dude. <laughs> Today. Nobody in the WrestleMania era knows who the hell this guy is. No. WrestleMania one hit mid reign for Hogan. Yeah. So you didn't see Backlund lose to the Sheik to lose nope. to Hogan. Hogan nope. was champ and now he's on MTV and there's going to be the thing. It's got to be called WrestleMania. And yeah. then three years later, it's enormous at WrestleMania three. Yeah. Bob Backlund is from a decade before that. Yeah. And I, I know what they're trying to do was like, here's this guy. He was great. He was champion longer than Hulk. He was champion mm -hmm. when we left the belt on a guy for like half a decade. Yeah. But there's nothing about this promo that would make me as a kid or an adult be excited that Bob Backlund's coming back. It looks yeah. like my dad. Yeah. Here he is cooking. At a barbecue. Here he is working on a house. Yeah. Here he is with his little kids in a photo album that, that makes it look even older. Yeah. And I don't know what Vince was expecting. Like maybe it's the respect of it. He was a champion for six years and he's a yeah. family man and, and people would love that kind of stuff. And he was expecting everybody to clap, but he hasn't shown up for 10 seconds and I'm bored shitless about this yeah. guy. Yeah, I have no desire to watch him wrestle through these promos. Whereas like Razor Ramon, on the other hand, was like the shit coming out of his promos. So, yeah, they're like this guy, he's got character. He's yeah. kind of a badass. Yeah. This guy looks like my dad. Yeah. If my dad was they, Opie from. <laughs> oh, my God. They do a little bit in this where they had some dude, I don't know if he was actually from Bob's construction business or even if Bob actually had a construction business. I'm not sure of that thing, but uh, they're really going to miss Bob yeah. at his construction business. But he's got to do what he's got to do. Yeah, that's his promo. I got to do what I got to do. Got to do. Why do you have to? Yeah. You've, got a, you've got a nice family, it looks like. You've got a good you know, business, self-run business, you're a self-made man, you're an entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it. You seem like you're doing fine. Why do you have to come back? Because I was champion for six years when they were paying 85 cents and gave you a hot dog. <laughs> and now there's merch. There's, it's national and there's pay-per-view. I'm not seeing a dime. I carried that company for six years. What kind of Bob Backlund merch? What are they selling for Bob Backlund? He's got no gimmick. Well, because he's like a family man what are they going to sell his kids the bob backland <laughs> hoop and stick the official bob backland large front wheel bicycle <laughs> the bob backland monocle 
Hey, Hulkamaniacs, uh, if you want to know what's going on, call 1-900-HULK, and you'll find out what's going on going into WrestleMania 6. If you telegraph Bob Backlund <laughs> with we'll send you all the skinny. It's guaranteed to be a wallopy good time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Very good. We get a Survivor Series report. Yeah, holy shit. Mean Jeans um, tie. What a, yeah, this, this this thing's crazy. I couldn't figure that one out, but it's very psychedelic. It is. Yeah. It's like it's, Jimi Hendrix vomit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Easily. Of course, get the promo of the main event that won't happen. Yes, cards subject to change. Cards very subject to change at this point, as we will see. Looking at what we just saw from the card and saying half of those people don't even exist yet. Yeah, coffin match coming coffin not casket coffin match yes this is a coffin match and the undertaker does his promo for uh survivor series saying kamala you've run you've hid now you have to run to the ring but not to worry you'll be pushed out in a coffin weird stipulation on the coffin match Mm -hmm. did you pick up on the fact that they have to actually pin them they do pin them and then they have to push them in Right. Now, a modern casket match, and I doubt there's supposed to be a difference between the two, mm-hmm. but a modern casket match, there's no pinfall. You throw, no. You, you throw a motherfucker in a box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. That's how you win. You're going to put you in this box. So yeah. you can literally like pin the guy, but he wakes up, fights his way out of the coffin. The match is still going on. See, it's a, it's a, it's clunky the way yeah. this first one is is laid out, where you have to pin him and then get him in the casket. Interesting. We get uh, an eight man tag. That's not going to happen. Yeah, we get another eight man. Yeah, it's so right now it's billed as the Disasters and the Bushwhackers versus yes. Money Inc. and the Beverly Brothers. And as we found out through our look into the future, that will be the Bushwhackers will be replaced. The that's, nasty boys. It's funny because I wrote in my notes, why not the nasty boys? And they yes. talk about this match later on the green screen. Yeah. And Vince goes, Why not the nasty boys? Why aren't the nasties tagging with Money Inc.? Right. With them all being under the Jimmy Hart umbrella. Uh yeah. That was Vince that doesn't was even know why this match is going. What the f- yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Who fed this up? Yeah. Why the f- am i watching the bushwhackers we're doing this whole thing with the nasty boys we then get a promo with <laughs> the disasters and the bushwhackers and i mean the two of these as separate promos are a little bit much for me to take now we've got like double <laughs> it's three yelly guys yeah. and typhoon looking around <laughs> at them smiling the whole time it's like, you guys like, are crazy. Yeah. Calm it down. The, the Bushwhackers are screaming their head off. Quake is screaming his head off. And Fred is just laughing in the background, <laughs> just laughing at these guys. He's the most chill dude in the history of chill dudes yeah. in the middle of 80s wrestling promos. I've got a belt. I don't care. We're champions. What are you yelling about? You Easy. guys are a comedy act. Calm down. And Quake, we're champions. Be happy about it. No, we're gonna run. Like, it's not like even this match is not even gonna be for the belts at all. No, it's just like we're just gonna kick the shit out of them. We're good. We're okay it's for with that. Nothing. It's weird. It's a half-assed Survivor Series elimination match because yes. one guy can get pinned and then he and his partner have to and his scoot. partners since they so. are yeah since they are uh, tag team partners so they would both leave the match. So you win in two pins. 
yeah quote of the promo the two teams mixed together you know how you have the ultimate maniacs well these are the bush disasters oh no my wife is watching this with me and she goes (laughs) yeah that was known as the 70s direct quote oh my goodness we uh hit to the ring get out of that and uh we have jimmy powers Jimmy Power is back now, kind of looking a little haggard. Here. Yeah, he got a haircut and it doesn't work for him. It does he looks, not work. He looks a little uh, toned down, like he was really pumped up, a little bit yeah. more buff last time we saw him. Yeah, and his partner is Bobby St. Laurent. Laurent, Laurent, I don't know. Didn't this guy look like Marty Jannetty after like a well, bender? Here's the thing. So there, there's two little tidbits that I found out about Mr. St. Laurent here. So one of his wrestling names was Bobby Janetti. Yeah, because he looks because just like Marty Because he Gennetti. looks like a bloated version of Marty Janetti. Marty Janetti so just went through the, the glass at the barbershop. <laughs> like, uh, Sean runs crazy and gets the title and just yeah. looking at this, and he's like sitting yeah. there with the ice cream scoop. <laughs> putting Easy. it into his mouth and turning into Easy. this guy. But I'm just thinking this guy's like looking at himself in the mirror. He's like a wrestler and he's like, I kind of look like Marty Janetti. Yeah. Probably Bobby Janetti. He looks like Marty Janetti if he had Princess Leia in a bikini tied to him. Well, here's the other tidbit that I found out about this guy. So on his, not IWDB, but on a different site that sometimes I look this stuff up on, he touts himself as Kenny Omega's trainer. That would be cool. Which I was like, oh, that's cool. But then I found out a little bit more about that. Kenny said, no, he's not. Well, this This is what Kenny said. Because there was a shoot interview that Kenny did for RF video or something. And it's an Omega says. Next to the quick stop? Are we at clerks? <laughs> Omega says that his trainer was useless and just sat down in a chair eating SpaghettiOs out of a can. I, so I, you know what? I believe every part of this story. <laughs> I believe that that uh, fake Janetti over here. Was yeah. eating spaghettios while charging <laughs> Kenny Omega some money at his at his wrestling school. Wrestling school, yes. So that, I believe it that all. Can, I think this can, is totally true. That could very well have happened. I totally see that. Maury Povich, the results are in from the lie detector test. <laughs> all positive. Yeah. It's all positive. So they are fighting Money Inc. Jim Powers and Bobby Saint Laurent. And as Money Inc. is coming down the aisle, they show a picture of the disasters on the Not So Titantron. The Titantron punks them. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's not even. It's it's like a picture of them. It's not like them on video. They're not doing a promo. It's just no, a picture. Picture of them holding the belts. Money Inc. are looking back like, what? What? <laughs> the hell was that? <laughs> the Tron's got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> these yeah. funny jokes these funny jokes john's teasing them look who's got the belts not uh, you you suck and i'm just thinking you know you don't need to piss these guys off anymore they're gonna kick whoever's in the ring's ass anyway <laughs> yeah but they they hands off of jimmy powers yeah oh certainly they gave certainly. him the uh the killer b treatment where powers is in powers wins mm-hmm. yeah powers yeah. beats up irs they tag in dibiasti dibiasti I was like, okay, so DiBiase is going to get the advantage over Powers. Powers beats up DiBiase. And then Mm -hmm. they they tag in Janetti the Lesser, and (laughs) it's all over. (laughs) Yeah, Janetti the Lesser obviously took the the brunt end of this. It it was pretty much over from that. Was Jimmy Powers ever anybody? Yeah, because he was in a tag team. It was the Young Stallions. 
Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah it was him and uh, Roma, Paul Roma and, and Jim Powers were the young stallions. Jim Powers would have been better for power and glory. Yeah. Wait a minute. Time out. The young stallions had Paul Roma mm-hmm. and Jim Powers. Yeah. And they didn't pick Jim Powers for power and glory. No. <laughs> they picked the other guy. Why yes. isn't it Roma and glory? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Power, I guess, was Hercules. Yeah. Glory was supposed to be Roma. But yeah, they, yeah. they totally beat Brian Blarum, where Powers gets a lot of respect and he gets more sure. offense in and then they, they tag in the guy. Yeah, tag, the guy. In, tag in big, big Gennetti so he can get his ass kicked. Yeah, they make Powers look good. Like, DiBiase backs off. He's like, the, the finisher, I don't think uh, Vince knew that it was the finisher. No. I think it was just like a, it was like a heavy clothesline or something I think like they're, that. Yeah, they're expecting the dream. Yeah. I mean, does IRS have a finisher? Uh, or is he just like pin the guy and end the match with whatever he wants? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, it was, a, it, was a, it was a shoulder block. That's what it was. It was a shoulder block. And Vince calls it a necktie. He's like, what a, what a necktie that was. And then all of a sudden the match was over. He's like, oh, <laughs> that was the shoulder block. We uh, got a picture and picture of Fredo Macho. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. And the Beverly's. I don't really have anything for the the. Promo <laughs> no, there. I, I just yeah, I just said picture picture of Beverly Brothers doing their thing. And the next line I have here is, "Why isn't it the Nasty Boys with Money Inc. Because and Vince not the Beverly that. Brothers?" Yeah. yeah, Vince says yeah. what I was thinking. Like, why why is that match even existing with the Bushwhackers? First of all, who wants to see a Bushwhackers on the pay per view? No, I'm not I'm not buying the pay per view for the Bushwhackers. Yeah, this is where I wrote into my notes. This is a Saskatoon drinking game for this episode. <laughs> yeah that's probably the 90th time you've heard Saskatoon yes at that point yeah DiBiase is so good that he does his body slam and I thought he paused in midair <laughs> he has a way of just freezing amazing. it and making it look good yeah, it looks, like it the looks matrix like, and it comes like around. the matrix exactly what I was thinking it looked like the matrix or modern speed ramping where you slow down just to see the thing and then they speed back yeah, yeah, up yeah. He yeah. pulls that off in real time. He starts to move quick and is able to do hang time on a just, it's a simple, <laughs> everybody does it kind of move, but he makes it look like, and then I'm pausing and check it out. See the awesome? Here it comes. <laughs> Boom. I see the shit. IR, yeah. IRS is the shit. This team yeah. was so good. This was a great team. It's actually mentioned, I think Perfect's the one that mentions it, like how good they are as a team together. Yeah, not only were they great singles wrestlers, but they also knew how to do tag team psychology where they just Mm -hmm. would cheat all the time. You couldn't get a tag on them. Yeah. If you did, they made sure that it didn't happen. They never tagged each other. There was clapping. Yeah, they did the the fake tags all over the place. They could have been the inventors of that. Yeah, because it's irritating. Like the ref has to see the good guy tag. The good mm-hmm. guy tags a hundred times, makes the sound, but yeah. no, the ref's not going to allow it because he got distracted and didn't see it. Meanwhile, these sure. are just like killing it. Yeah. <laughs> Clapping themselves in. Easy. Easy. Great. We are back finally for the last time with the event center. Back with the Moonster saying, Hart is the champion. Did you hear me? Hart is the champion. We have footage for weeks, which we barely can use. So we're just going to be doing this voiceover a lot. Hart's your champ. Hart is the champion. Yeah. We get a high energy promo. Now, this one was actually a decent promo. It wasn't just 
uh, Coco yelling at the screen, high energy. Yep. And they had it was a general promo, like it wasn't against anyone. No, but they they kind of you know thank the fans well, to the top. You know. Well, yeah, they did that, but they they kind of brought it to to the like we don't just fly in the ring, we fly all over the world, <laughs> and all of our fans appreciate us all over the world. And I was like, okay, that's a good way to kind of you know bring it around. Yeah. Hey, we need one we can air anywhere. Good. Yeah. These aren't feud guys. These are lower lower mid card mm-hmm. tag team guys who yeah. will probably be plugged in against anybody. Yeah. So it's a level above red tight. Yeah. Like we were northeast, so we were getting them every month at this mm-hmm. point, at this time. Mm-hmm. We'd get a, a Philly show just like the Boston Garden show and and Madison Square Gardens probably. Every single month we'd get a show. Yeah. And those are real specific promos. But nationally, you know, unless you were in a storyline, they were probably just cutting uh, we love your fans, we're the good guys kind of promos yeah. for the guys who weren't going to be or just going to be placed into any match that night. Yeah. I can totally He's- get that. Shawn Michaels is in with Sherry, yeah. and it's very hard being as sexy as him. It's difficult. Uh, p- uh, pimping ain't easy. <laughs> yeah. Pimping ain't easy, Dom. It is it is really hard to to like be this awesome, according yes. to Sean. He's so awesome. It's hard. Is this the first time he says he's the heartbreak kid? It uh, it might be. Because yeah. I was trying I don't to remember hearing that before. That he had, I don't remember him saying that before. But he calls himself the heartbreak kid in this because he's breaking hearts left and right. Yeah. I mean, and, this, uh, it could very well be. Yeah. And he's coming for the bulldog. Yeah. He's permanently stuck in IC, IC champ land. Yeah. IC land there. That's it. We're out. Did you like the episode, fans? Um, I did because I mean, holy shit, we were all over the place with this one, and they're <laughs> they're trying to pull shit out of their ass. It crossed time point. in space, man. <laughs> this one did. We were in in several different time zones at the same time, and, and you know, we're in the multiverse. Yes, even the wrestlers didn't know what was going on. They don't know who's champ right <laughs> now. Like, Here's a belt. Go out there and cut a promo. What? They don't know okay. what right now is. Yeah, exactly. When, when will then be now? When, Soon. When's this going to air? Uh, oh, man. I was saying this is the third time that there's been a title change since we started this show after WrestleMania 8. Mm-hmm. The third time there's a title change on a non-televised event. It's the third house show title change. Yeah. Because the disasters won off, off air. Flair won off air at mm-hmm. the uh, Hershey, Hershey hostage uh, crisis. Yeah, <laughs> and now Brett's wanted off air. Two of them world title changes. The only belt we've actually seen change hands on a show was Bulldog at SummerSlam. Yeah, so they're trying to get your ass to yeah, those get shows. get to the damn house shows because you're gonna see some shit. <laughs> your red tight of the night. Yeah, I mean, everybody bow. To <laughs> it's Horowitz awesome. till it's, it's not. It's Horowitz till it's not. I'm giving it the powers because IRS and DiBiase wouldn't even touch him. They're like, no, dude, you beat us up. (laughs) How awesome do you have to be if you're a red tight? And DiBiase and IRS is like, no, No. you're night. We're going to make you look good. And (laughs) and we're going to beat the shit out of this fake Chinetti guy. Yeah, please. That's true. That's true. Yeah, power's got all the love that in that one. Next week. Next week, we are going to have more match announcements for Survivor Series. We are going to see Crush. We're going to see Shango. I'm curious what... how the overdub is that, because that's yeah. probably a, a, a past match. 
he's thinking he's fighting Brett. Mm-hmm. He ain't. Nope. They're gonna be overdubbing the shit out of that. It's gonna look like a yeah. Godzilla movie. Some kind of picture in picture that kind of puts that in more context, maybe. Yeah, they're gonna have to kung fu it. <laughs> like yeah. His, his mouth's moving about Bret Hart and they're changing yeah. it to like, and you Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> you Undertaker. <laughs> yes, digital voice in eight bit nineties. Uh, we are going to see The Undertaker in action, so we'll see mm-hmm. his box gimmicks. And we're going to get Nails, who, if you want to call it wrestling. Yes. And uh, we're going to see The Disasters. So I don't know about next week. You know, Besides The Undertaker, which we already know what that match is going to consist of. I mean, Shango maybe could have a good match. But the rest of them, like Crush, Nails, Disasters... You know, not too much to necessarily look forward to at that point. No, it, it, it maybe here's my hope. It's going to be like a few weeks ago where the wrestlers were terrible, but the red tights were awesome. Like the red mm-hmm. tights had a had a show a couple of shows ago that was just they carried it. Like this is a red, red tight, tight night. Show. You had them all. You had like nice. Gilbert. You had Carwitz. It's like a superstars of red tights. They do it all. They are the stars of the show. Yeah. All right. Sayonara, yeah. Undertaker. Uh, and Shawn Michaels has left the building. 